Welcome to the Lioness Queen Podcast. Your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha, founder, speaker, spiritual coach, and licensed minister, shares how she overcame the emotional trauma from divorce with her faith in God. Now let's jump into your daily dose of letting go of the past and living totally residue free. Here's your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha. Welcome back. Welcome back, my Lioness Queens. Today is the first day of the month of December. Woohoo! <laughs> we made it, y'all. We made it to the month of December. And I want to give, I mean, I want to give a, a big, loud shout right now. I wish I could, but it'd be too much for your ears. But I'm telling you, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me. My soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. Anyone just thankful in this season to be alive, to be in the land of the living one more time? I I tell you, I'm so excited about this time and season. This is the season uh, we are to be thankful. This is This is the reason for the season, right? And this is also my birthday month. Happy birthday month to me. (laughs) And so I'm so excited, um, even in the restrictions, even in the places I can't go, even in the things I can't do, even in the people who I can't celebrate with um, or who can't celebrate with me during this time, I'm still excited to be alive one more time because I'm telling you what it could have been another way amen and so although God has put you know a pause on certain things right now it is there is no pause on on what he's doing in my life at this moment because he's doing so many things every single day amen and so before we get started I want I want you to please subscribe to my YouTube channel where I uh, I post short encouraging messages during the week. Um, my YouTube channel is called I Am the Lioness Queen, along with subscribing to this podcast um, so that you will be all, you know notified every time a new episode airs. And you always can find this podcast on just about every platform, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and a host of others. After starting my podcast, I would say about 10 months ago, I mean, I'm so excited that I have almost 3.5 thousand downloads and I have listeners from 30 different countries. And so I thank you so much for your support. I thank you so much for your encouragement and your push. I'm excited about uh, next season and what God is going to do in you and in me in 2021. Amen. Well, before we get started, you know how we love doing it on the Lioness Queen podcast, starting out with a poem or quote to get this episode started. Our theme for the month 
is a wrinkle in time, leaving things behind. So I found this poem, actually. I'm telling you, it is a powerful poem. And so the, the title of it is called Changing the Past by Donna. Um, and Donna doesn't give her last name. It was written in July 2011. And I'm telling you, the, the, whew, it's powerful. Okay, so here it goes. The past is the past for a reason. That is where it is supposed to stay. But some cannot let it go in their heads. It eats away. Until all their focus becomes the person they used to be. The mistakes they made in their life, oh, if only they could see. That you cannot change what happened, no matter how hard you try, no matter how much you think about it, and no matter how much you cry. What happens in your lifetime happens for reasons unknown. So you have to let the cards unfold, let your story be shown. Don't get wrapped up in the negative. Be happy with what you have been given. Live for today, not tomorrow. Get up, get out, and start living. Because the past is the past for a reason. It's been, and now it is gone. So stop trying to think of ways to fix it. It's done, it's unchangeable, move on. Ooh, kudos to you, Donna. I want to give you three snaps on writing that poem. It is so powerful. I, I don't even know what is left to be said. You know, I really could stop the episode right now. This It was just so powerful. And it, you know, so, so I want to pick some pieces from the poem that really kind of spoke volume to me uh, on so many different levels. So one part um, in the poem, it said, the past is the past for a reason. That is where it is supposed to stay. But some cannot let it go in their heads. It eats away. And so for some reason, we allow our past to eat at us. I would say, (laughs) you may think this is weird, but like a brain-eating amoeba. Um which is a type of parasite, right? And depending on the conditions of what feeds your brain, it can easily provide the right environment for you to hold on to the past and allow that parasite to eat away your hope and positivity. And the longer one holds on to the past, that parasite gets comfortable with how it thinks and processes whatever happened. And then another section that I thought I really liked was the end. The last stanza that says, because the past is the past for a reason, it's been and now it's gone. So stop trying to think of ways to fix it. It's done, it's unchangeable, move on. And I laugh because, you know, we try so hard to fix the past and fix it in a way where we think maybe if we bargain with the past, that it will change. 
that it will be forgiving, that it will give me back whatever I lost, that it will restore what was broken and so forth. We try so much to fix things, not realizing God wants more from you and for you. And so there is a reason why time doesn't stay still. There, there is a reason why time keeps going. There is a reason why change and growth has to happen. And then there's a moment when there's a wrinkle in time. And the wrinkle throws us off balance. But for some reason, we become so fixated on the wrinkle. And we hold on to things and people God never intended for us to hold on to. And so the question is, why is that? Why why do we have a hard time letting things go? Think about your life right now. What are you holding on to that is impeding you from moving forward and where God wants you to be in this season? There is a place where God wants you to be in, but for some reason, many of us have allowed that parasite to take over our brain in a way that we hold on more to our past than grabbing hold onto our future. And so I I, I thought about this and the one main reason we hold on to our past is really the fear of the unknown. Now let's talk about the fear of the unknown that blocks us from moving forward. of the unknown is a term that is often used when we fail to move forward, even when something may be better for us. It is is what I call the familiar things, familiar places, familiar people that hold us back from releasing the past from our lives. It is a fear that keeps us bound in a way of staying inside of a box, almost as a defense mechanism. No matter what negative thing happens in our lives, we we will tend to work through it, right? Because we are a resilient people, but because it's familiar and comfortable. It's almost like I would rather dance with the devil I know versus dancing with the devil I do not know. So no matter how much you know that that a person may be unhealthy for you, you tend to stay with that person because of the fear of the unknown. You see this also in abusive relationships. One easily makes excuses about the abuse not being so bad. It's really not that bad is what that's what they say. 
because of the fear of the unknown. The familiar leads one to stay with something or someone they know versus what they don't. If we look at the scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. In other words, we are supposed to live by faith and not by the things that we see around us. Living by faith, you know, it releases our minds to move beyond the fear. And this is where God wants you to be. He wants you to move beyond the familiar in your life because his miracle signs and wonders flow in a supernatural dimension that needs more room, needs more space to expand you into another dimension. And when God is ready to expand your territory, things have to shift. Things have to move. Things have to be pruned. Things have to be dismantled. Things have to change. Things have to be unrooted in order to live in a place where he is taking you. And that is key. He's always, (laughs) I love this. He's always taking you somewhere. Let me say that again. He's always taking you somewhere. Again, sometimes it is uncomfortable, but God wants you to have enough faith to walk in this next dimension he is taking you in. But that requires leaving things behind. Or should I say, leaving the past behind. So so that is what we have to do. Although unfamiliar, although uncomfortable, although we may not feel adequate enough to do what's required, he wants you to walk by faith and not by sight. So now let's discuss and get really into how God wants us to leave things behind. So so before we get started, I want you to do an exercise on your own time. You don't have to do it right now. I want you to write down the things you are leaving behind in this year of 2020. Now now there have been so there's been so much change, so so much loss, heartbreak, health challenges, life challenges, economic, financial challenges, political challenges, racial challenges, right? We have experienced, and I would say an overhaul of challenges that were really life-changing in a way that either could leave us stuck in 2020, or it could lead us into embracing the new things God is doing in this season. So that is my that is what I am challenging you to do. Write down what you're leaving behind. Is it negative thinking? Is it is it uh, being disorganized? Is it being unforget get is you're forgetting things all the time and you know it's something you need to work on. Sometimes yes, things is definitely uh, a sign of age. But sometimes there's some work that we have to do within ourselves in order to be better, in order to grow. And so what is it? Do I need to forget 
some people who hurt me this year? Do I need to get the help that I need in order to uh, heal from my wounds, right? So whatever that is, I want you to do that exercise and write those things down. But now I want to share um, some ways to leave things behind because this is what God is calling you and I to do in this season. First of all, we have to let go and let God. You know, it sounds very cliche, and people say it all the time. Even there was a song, Let Go and Let God, and I actually love that song. But God really, He wants you to move on. He wants to bless you in a way that you have no doubt in your mind in His ability and all that He can do in your life. But that requires you to surrender. He wants you to surrender your fears, your doubts, your insecurities, your inhibitions to him totally. But the issue with surrendering to God is that God removes you from the process. (laughs) Ah, I said, oh God, that's deep. He said, yeah, I remove you from the process. Which, remain, which means you think I'm using you to answer whatever what your, your question you need answered, but I'm not using you. And so when God doesn't use us, it can be uncomfortable. And when I say use us, when well, we don't know what he's doing. And so typically that letting go and letting God allows you to relinquish your fears in a way that you are clueless as uh, you're clueless as to how God is going to show himself strong in your life. You are oblivious to what or who he's going to use to take you to the next level. Right. You're just unaware in how God is going to show himself strong in your life. And so Proverbs 23, 26 says, My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. And so when we totally give God our heart and observe his ways, we can leave things behind. Because there's a trust factor in the surrendering that shifts our focus more on God than on whatever obstacle is in our life or in our face or in what we see right now in the natural. When you shift your focus, then it allows you to move on beyond what you can think and what you can see. And so God is saying to all of us, stop trying to fix and figure out your past, you know, and and why did this happen? Why did things happen the way they did? The good news is that God is able to bless you despite you and despite your mistakes. (laughs) My pastor recently preached about this and I was like, oh, yes, God, right? 
He can bless you even beyond your mistakes. So there were even great people in the Bible who made some great mistakes. But God still, because of his grace and mercy, decided to bless them anyway. That's the type of God we serve. We serve a God who wants to bless you anyway. Because of his grace and his mercy, because of his love for you. So think about Abraham and the mistake he made, right? And he, he was getting anxious and wanting children and decided not to wait so that Sarah's womb would be blessed. But he decided to have another baby with, with the maid instead. And even in the midst of his mistake, God still decided that he would expand Abraham's territory and made him a father of nations, a father of many nations. If he did that for Abraham, how much more will he do for you? You got to let go and let God. Number two, move toward your fear. (laughs) Whew, this is a hard one, y'all. This is a hard one. I know it's it's uncomfortable. Fears are uncomfortable. Stop putting and adding so much power to a thing that cannot defeat or stop the promises of God for your life. Let me say that again. Let me because that's really powerful. Stop putting and adding so much power to a thing. A thing that cannot defeat or stop the promises of God for your life. When we do not move towards our fear, we give power to something that is not even worthy. What what is it for you today? What, what, What thing are you giving more power to? What are you afraid to move toward today because you have given it so much power? even more power than the God you serve. If we think about Elijah, who developed a fear based on a threat from what Jezebel spoke over him. How how many of you have allowed fear to set in based on what someone spoke over you? Was it your spouse? Was it your ex? Your parents, your grandparents, your school teacher, mentor, friend, a supervisor. This is what happened to Elijah. He allowed someone who did not have power influence his mind. She wasn't kin. She wasn't family. She wasn't close to him. But, 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 He allowed someone to influence his mind in a way where he developed that parasite. And that parasite caused fear to arise. See, we cannot give another human being that much power over us, even if they are our own parents. I know people who are over us it seems as if especially adult figures right like our parents but we should never give another human being that much power over us to manipulate our mind to believe more in fear than faith 
Sadly, some parents do not even deserve the right to be parents. But it's not because it was their fault in their parenting skills. But some way along the line, there was a disconnect in what they lacked to receive. And so unfortunately, some things had been passed down or lack thereof. And, 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 and trust and believe it can go down the line. But 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. If, if God didn't give you the fear, then you need to renounce it in the name of Jesus. This, this is not God's MO. So do some inventory in your life today. Whatever fear you have, if God didn't give it to you, then you need to move towards your fear. I don't know if you've ever seen, and I don't know who wrote it. I don't know who said it. I don't know who created it. But somebody gave uh, fear like an acronym. And so it, it, it meant false evidence appearing real. Let me say that again. False evidence appearing real. So there's appearance that it looks real. But really, it's false. And, and so, sadly, sometimes even our own parents can plant fear in us subconsciously. And we don't even realize it. We don't even realize we have some of the same fears our parents do. We have some of the same uh, things that make us uncomfortable just like our parents. But if you already, if you are ready to move into that next dimension, into that next level where God is trying to take you, you have to move towards your fear. And lastly, you have to be ready to accept where God is taking you. Oftentimes, we're not ready to accept where God is taking us because it is something new, something we've never experienced. And we think we need all these prerequisites in order for it to happen. But it's not true. That's not the case. God can use anyone and he can bless anyone to use for his kingdom. If he can use young Mary, <laughs> the mother of Jesus. Surely God can use you. Now, Mary definitely was a, a bit unsettled when the angel appeared to her. But the angel declared who she was. He said, Mary, you are favored by the Lord and the Lord is with you. She was nervous what the angel said to her and the position that was given to her with, without prerequisites. She was unfamiliar with what was going on because this the first time ever a girl not woman a girl would experience this honor that doesn't normally happen without natural experiences Mary experiences something outside of the box something she had never heard of something she had never experienced something she didn't even think could happen without intimacy she, she was quite perplexed. 
and didn't realize the supernatural thing God was about to do in her life was going to change the world. Eventually, Mary said, be it unto me. This is the place where God wants you to get to. Because just like Mary, he's taking you places you've never seen. You've never heard of. Places you didn't even know existed. Things you didn't even know could open for you. But he wants you to say the same words just like Mary. Be it unto me. Because nothing is impossible with God if you only believe. And so God wants you to surrender. That is where he's leading us in this season. Surrender your all in all. Move toward your fear. And he wants you to say, be it unto me. According to thy word, I will put my trust. God is not requiring much from us. He's not requiring you to do a lot in this season because sometimes he understands our flesh and our heart may fail, but he is our strength. He is our portion forever. And so he's not requiring much, but it's time to leave some things behind. It's time to leave some ways behind. It's time to leave some negative thinking behind. It's time to leave some people behind. It's time to leave some naysayers behind. It's time to leave some old habits behind. It's time to leave some addictions behind. It's time to leave them all behind. Because God is taking you to another level, to another dimension. And he wants you to see it in this lifetime. He wants you to experience it in this lifetime. And so I challenge you today. Think about the things that you need to leave behind. Think about the people who hurt you the people who maybe you feel threw you away, who rejected you, abandoned you. Think about the people who stabbed you in the back, betrayed you. Whatever the case may be, God doesn't want you to hold on to that stuff. He doesn't want you to hold on to people who've spoken negativity over you. But he wants you to press and move toward your fear. He wants you to surrender. He wants you to have your arms open, ready to receive the gifts he has for you. He has something for you. 
He wants to give it to you. But there are some things that you need to leave behind so that you can walk into the places that he is calling you to. Amen. for joining the Lioness Queen podcast. Please subscribe and write a review. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even iHeartRadio. I would love to hear how this message empowered you. Come back next Tuesday at 3 p.m. for more from your Lioness Queen. Reverend Dr. Marisha, your lioness queen, let's go ahead and declare our weekly chant over our lives. Amen. Repeat after me. I am a lioness queen. God wants me to rise up. He wants me to take my rightful place as the queen I am. He wants me to be residue-free, intentional in my fight. Stand on the Word of God. Realize I am a masterpiece. I am. I am. I am enough. I am a lioness queen with a purpose. Amen. Amen.